It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Zoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Zoka. And welcome to another Wednesday night edition of um, the Seth Williams Show with Mike Fisaka. Uh Live as usual, Wednesday yeah. nights, Monday nights, and more to come. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We're looking into some internet radio stuff and maybe some TV stuff. Um, so I think more and more and more to come. I'm uh, excited about that. And stretching ourselves to uh, find different ways to entertain people in different ways. And as always, build on the suggestions and input of the audience. It's so important to the show. Yes. Um, hell of a day today. Uh, so my daughter, uh, we're going to get into a lot of stuff tonight. we got Tony Masashi, a restaurant reporter, coming up here in just a little bit. He's going to be live from another great place around town. And then, of course, um, we're going to wrap up the discussion with a rebuttal show um, with the Flat Earth Guy. Um, Flat Earth Guy is actually going to be at his house today with a screen behind him and all kind of evidence ready to go. So excited about that. No kidding. Uh, you can leave your comments, your questions. You can join the show um, if you would like. We're looking forward to uh, to getting this thing going. So my daughter today had the day off um, because of snow. Um, because I, I guess they were expecting some sort of massive snowstorm. And it was supposed to be really bad and awful. Oh, my God, the world's coming to an end. Last night, the grocery store was packed. I'm actually cooking something right now in the crock pot uh, downstairs. So that way, after the show is done, I don't have to go anywhere because the weather was supposed to be so bad that you couldn't go out of the house. And so they called off school uh, where my daughter goes, and all the surrounding areas. And... I think it snowed for 15 minutes this morning, and right now um, there's actually less snow on the ground than there was when, yesterday. Uh, yeah, than yesterday. So I'm not real sure why they called school off. I'm not sure what was going on there. And um, if you remember when we were getting ready and doing a little bit of show prep this afternoon, you gave me a call and told me all this, and I asked you a simple question that I'd like to turn around and ask everybody else. Do you remember the day when after they would announce the valedictorian and all the academic honor recipients for the year, yeah, they would call one, two, three, four, who knows, but a very few people up to the stage that after 12 years or at least four years in the high school got perfect attendance records, which meant they went to school every single day. Because they didn't close the schools when we were in school. Right. I mean, there was the a lot different. Open. Uh, now if the wind blows a certain oh direction, they, they close God. the schools. My mother yeah. used to tell me, I don't care whether the school closes or not. You just go to school and sit there because you're not going to sit home and mess up my day. The that was my did. parents' attitude. <laughs> the city did a nice job of plowing the drizzle today. Well, yeah, yeah, they did. Um I, I don't really get it because I'm looking out the window here and I don't think it's doing anything. Again, the snow that was there is kind of melted now and the roads seem like they're fine. Everybody I've talked to said yeah. it was fine. Was it too wet for schools today? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> and in fact, tomorrow I thought they said it was supposed to be worse. Like tomorrow is supposed to actually, the lake effect snow is supposed to kick right, in. Right. 
Um, it's supposed to get cold tonight, maybe snow overnight and all that other kind of stuff. But here's the deal. Everybody that you know, that you grew up with, that you're related to, where weather is the most important thing in their life, they have already moved. The rest of us know it snows every winter. The rest of us knows it gets cold. But the rest of us also know this will all be gone by May. And we put up with it because we're here. Well, I hate it. I mean, I now yeah, I especially too. hate it. But now it's very, very difficult. And I get really mad at places. I went to a uh, um, an Arby's the other day uh, uh-huh. around town. And, you know, I, I, I can't really eat a lot there. But I do get, like, on occasion, like, the, uh, they have, like, a chicken wrap or they have like a turkey sandwich, like on wheat bread there. And you also have some really hot sandwiches now, too, which I think are cool. And the spicy roast beef and stuff like Amen. that. I, I don't eat any of that. But oh, yeah. um, when I went there, I, I could barely get out of the car. I had to go like a country mile around the parking lot through a little path to try to get on the sidewalk because with this leg, everything's all snow covered and ice covered. And yeah. All these places <clears throat> do a very poor job of uh clearing walkways and and everything now i'm not saying they have to do it for me they should do it for everybody for everybody i mean somebody's gonna get hurt in fact i know somebody that recently slipped on on ice and fell and got really hurt and still in the hospital it's just like the pussification of the country continues yeah i guess Uh, plain and simple i mean it, it snows it snowed last year it'll probably snow next year and i'm going out on a limb but uh, <laughs> probably well, unless the global warming thing deal gets with it. Uh, kids don't walk anymore to school. It's about the buses. Oh, you know what? Can I say one thing? My entire academic career, and before I say that, I will preface: between high school and right after high school, I lived twenty-five years in California and five years, eight years in Florida, and I moved back here to Cleveland. But I, I will tell you that. Uh, you just you you deal with the weather you put up with the weather it's been that way and uh it's gotten even better when we were little you could uh, there were days i would go out and shovel the driveway and by the time i was done i'd have to start all over and shovel it twice oh yeah we don't get snow like that anymore and i used to live in Brexville, right at Broadview Heights, right by where you are. Yeah, we, we don't get as much. I will say that I don't think it's a climate change effect, but I, I, we definitely don't get the kind of storms that we used to. I mean, we still get some on occasion. Independence at school today, back in the day, we all lived in the neighborhood where your school was and walked to it public or parochial. Yeah, I'm, I walked. I, I thought that was kind of weird. That, I thought I it was weird. That, what? I never rode a bus to school. Every school. I ever we moved a bunch of times, but my we for some coincidence we always lived close enough to walk. I never took the school bus. My daughter will occasionally. I mean, she has to take it home because I mean I can't go right. drive anymore to go pick her up yet. Anyways, for the love of God, that is taking forever. Uh, but yeah, I, um, she doesn't mind taking the bus. She actually likes it. It's a nice little ride. Yeah, I probably would have too. But I thought it was kind of odd that Independence today had school when. Uh, like Parma didn't, I think. Um, I know Brexville, Broadview Heights didn't. I know that Royalton didn't. But Independence, which is you know, right next to us, they right. uh, did have school. Um, I thought one of the best things I saw today, looked legit anyways, the superintendent of Olmstead Falls, or somebody said, yes, we have school today. Um, snow days are meant for when we have snow. 
He said the forecast is 1.4 inches, and it was hashtag one day smarter. <laughs> Good for him. Which I thought was kind of cool. Good for him. Um, did any weather person actually correctly predict today's weather, or did they all get it wrong? How could this be? Well, I mean, actually, if you looked at – I have all these stupid weather apps on my phone. I don't know why, because I, really, I don't go outside during the day, because um, I can't. Uh, but, yeah, I – the hour by hour basically said it was going to snow a little bit in the morning. Then it was going to get warmer throughout the day. And then it was going to be rain tonight. I, I really, I don't know what, what the problem was. Yeah. But for everybody listening to us at home that has a job, don't you wish you could be wrong and mess up at your job as often as Cleveland weather people do and still keep your job? I think I did on the trip show. Oh my Screw God. Up I mean, like I said, I lived in California, I lived in Florida, and the weatherman had come out, weather person, whatever, would come out and point at the weather map, look at the camera, and just go, you know, and leave. That was the weather report. It's always nice in California, I guess. Well, not really. They just had a whole bunch of cyclones and rainstorms. I will tell you one thing, though. The weather, I'm I'm, I'm not going to say climate change, but I am going to say climate difference. Because the one thing that I think, especially moving back after being gone all those years, the only thing I feel is we get cheated out of spring and fall. They're shorter than they used to be. Because you go from wet, nasty, windy, ugly weather in February and March, and then bingo. One day you wake up and it's like 80 degrees and humid. It's like, what the hell just I agree. Because like I like thunderstorms. We don't get thunderstorms like spring as much as they used to. I I agree with you there. It's not about the kids. It's about teachers not being able to get in from where they live. Yeah, but where are they coming from? Alaska? They. Ashtabula? Because, <laughs> I, I mean, around here, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I and mean, they all have plows. But every year, newspapers and TV weather stations show pictures of plows out on the road. If you uh, want to have some fun, hey, speak, since we're talking about this, if you want to have some fun, wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, turn on anything. I'm not picking on any one station. But they have people talking about the traffic at 4.35 o'clock in the morning, and they will stare right at the camera and say with a straight face, there aren't any problems getting into downtown. And then they show a picture on the camera. There's three cars on the road. I mean, I've always thought that the predicting the weather anyway, especially on TV, the people at home is useless because if you're going somewhere, you're going to go there no matter what the weather is. And if you're in your house, who cares? You're wasting their time. The weather is for people that are too lazy to get and go look out the window. Absolutely. Sandy says, a high school, Cleveland Central Catholic, only time took a bus, uh, RTA. I took the RTA when I went to Ignatius, which is slightly terrifying because I lived in Cleveland Heights at the time. Wow, that's and a long ride, too. So, yeah, Ignatius is over there for West 25th, and so it took forever today. And, you know, I remember the first bus that I took took me to, like, Public Square. And there were a couple times where people got off a bus or just randomly went crazy one guy took a bat and started swinging it and hit the uh, window right there at the Higby building and busted that out. And I was standing literally right next to him. I'm lucky I didn't wow. get hit. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was crazy taking, <laughs> it was crazy taking the RTA. Uh, Four to five years ago today was the blizzard of 78. Yeah, I wasn't here for that. I left Cleveland in 73 and I didn't come back till 95. Yeah, I was two and I lived in Miami, I believe, at that point. Damn. Those were the days. 
Yes, I got a transfer ticket. There is such a thing as human-created global warming, and I can prove it. We're going to get James, uh, Jim, a good friend Jim, on at some point. Fine. Talk about global warming. Show's all about ideas, exchange of ideas, diving deep into ideas. I don't think he actually believes in global warming. That's if we all survive World War III, which we're heading to, oh, by the way. Well, you know. You did see that we're sending tanks now to Ukraine. It's about time. can't be a good thing. It's about time. Now, you do remember, and I do have the audio. I'm not going to pull it up now. We'll save it for another day of President Biden saying, we're not going to get into politics. We're not. But President Biden did say at the beginning of this thing, if we start sending blah, 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 planes, this, that, and tanks uh, to Ukraine, that means World War III. And he whispered it. So it was very, you know, impactful. And now he's sending tanks to Ukraine. Well, the planet has a fever, Al Gore. Yep, Al Gore said the, the planet was going to be gone in 20 years, and that was like 40 years ago that he said that. 30 years. 30 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Flat Earth guy is coming up in just a little bit. Tony Masashi should be checking in anytime now. I, I was told that Tony might have a guest with him. Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody that maybe I used to work with. I just can't imagine going to that many restaurants alone. <laughs> I yeah, can. Yeah, that would be yeah. like the best. It'd be like, so easy for him to get company. You know, it's like I'm going here and I'm going to eat a lot of free food. You want to go with me? Who wouldn't say yes to that? I <laughs> I go to the only time I really go to restaurants, I go with, you know, my friends on Sunday mornings to Goldie's in Strongsville. And right. then, but other than that, like if Heather and I go out to a restaurant with my daughter or something, it's I may as well go alone because both of them are sitting there on their phones <laughs> looking at whatever oh, they're looking at. The truth. And I'm sitting there staring <laughs> off into space because I, I I don't really there's nothing on my phone that I really need to look at. I mean, there's nothing that important. Um, we had a rule when I was growing up. We'd sit around the dinner table and the phone would ring. My father would just look all at everybody all the way around the table. His gaze would just go from person to person to person. And there were six of us. And then just look back at his food because the thing was, you can always call somebody back. Always. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so we never interrupted dinner because now I have stood at the stadium next to people taking a leak <laughs> that can't go without answering their phone because it rang in their pocket. And you just want to yell into the phone to whoever he's talking to. Do you have any idea that he's holding his junk? <laughs> nuts man yeah uh we are such slaves to the phone which is i cool am i'm a big time the slave to the break, phone. we're gonna tease next week um well that's gonna be a few minutes because we're gonna have tony on here in just a minute although i can't yeah. see tony for whatever reason his uh camera there he is all right uh, 90 seconds cool. of doomsday the clock says or whatever that's worth this yeah could be a, this moved, could be something move significantly during the vietnam war it was at uh 11 it was two minutes to doomsday so we've lost a minute and a half in 60 years hi joyce hi uh, mayor bill checking in they are here let's uh let's bring tony masashi on restaurant reporter extraordinaire tony how you doing tonight good evening guys how are you good we're Sirs good man in downtown bedford i want to see if you guys can see this can you see this right here? This is uh, looks basement. like you're in their basement. This was, a, this was a speakeasy seven actually it was 90 years ago 
This was a speakeasy in downtown Bedford. This is nice. where CERNA started. You see the old cash register? Yeah. Is this cool, guys? I'm going to actually come right upstairs. So I'm good, because you are in the basement. I was right. Isn't this unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. So this was the door that this was the door that they would come into, knock on the door. This is the bar right here. This used to be a house. Top of the place is still a home. Turned it into a bar. It was obviously to the left of me, which was very small. And the downstairs speakeasy was a nickel for a beer and 10 cents for a shot. Wow. God, I'd be dead. <laughs> like I wouldn't wow. have survived with, with that kind of price. Uh, it looks like we're so cool? you got waxed and good fellow. That's hilarious. <laughs> nice, Jim. <laughs> so there's still a little here. peephole in the door, Tony. Yeah, no, you know what? That's there isn't. I presume there's an older a newer door now, but either so that or there next, was either either that or was there was a secret knock. Yeah, exactly. If so next did, door, if you didn't knock the right way, the door didn't open. That's right. And next door is to Pompey's, which is about the same age as Cerna's is. So think about it. You know, in Little Italy, all of these places across the city, this existed, and it's still existing. I mean, there's some after-hour bars that are in downtown that you can still get a drink at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Obviously, it's not publicized, but, you know, you can get your can of Paps for probably $5, and you're in the hood. Nice. Welcome to America. <laughs> Amen. So where's Cernas? So Cernas is at 795 Broadway Avenue in Bedford. This is my stopping grounds. I went to Bedford High 1979 and went to Kent State. So, you know, my first beer, my first drinks were here and at the Pompeys right uh, right next door. Well, so one of my so favorite things, my... One, of my, one of my favorite things to do with you, Tone, speaking of Bedford, is we always do the Bedford rib cook-off together. Oh yes. yeah, and that's right about right across the street from Sarnis, isn't it? Like right there. It is. Yep, it's Caddy yeah. Corner, right across the street. So, Mike, in my twenties, I helped politicians get in the office. I knocked on the doors, and I was something in the twenties. They gave me the key to the city. Then I came back in the thirties, in my thirties, and they changed the locks. <laughs> 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 so I got to show you what's on my table here. Look at this Cerna burger. Comes with the knife. I found OJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fish sandwich. Little chicken paprikash, which is their special today. Always have a cheese plate. Fresh cut fries. And I am going to have in front of me, this is so cool. Brett bought this bar about five years ago from Leo Cerna, who's had okay. it for over 60 years. Leo was in his 20s when his parents owned this and started as a bartender. He's, he's had it all his life. He passed away probably about seven years ago. This was one of those bars where they cashed the check and Ford was here, Chrysler was here, and you stayed here on a Friday night and went through your whole check at 2.30 in the morning and your Amen. spouse was looking for you on Sunday night. Amen. Yeah. So... Yeah, I got to tell you something, Tony. Yeah, do one more quick shot of that entire table full of food. I swear to God, if I had your job, and I'm not putting words in Seth's mouth, but, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to agree with me. If both of us had your job, 
we would both weigh 427 pounds. I mean, how so do you just take a point and go, oh, that's good, and then do a review and leave? Now, you know what, Mike, and I'll tell you, when I first started doing this with Trevisano, and this was, so I've been on the air for eight years in July with Flash, at Flash Ferris. I okay. went from a size 28, and right now I'm probably a size 34 in my waist. But you know what I figured <laughs> out now? It's yoga, what? it's my treadmill, and it's swimming in the summer because I'd be that 300 pounds. And I'm I agree. Because, because you know what? I'm... All my friends, you know what? They can't even see their toes, let alone touch them. So <laughs> there you go. But here's the thing: so, you have never come on the air and put something in your mouth and go, "Man, this place sucks." There is just a lot of good food in this part is. of the country. Yeah, in this really part is. of the state, in this city. Yeah, and you know what? And I, you know what I love about this? I'm not a critic, so they know that I'm coming in. And right. obviously they put the, the greatest, they make sure that every one of these meals are prepared to the finest and cooked, right? Um, and, you know, again, let me just tell you about this place. They have a 10-ounce a grilled pork chop, and he just raised the price. This is insane. It used to be $13.95. It's now $15.95. Okay. A 10-ounce ribeye steak dinner. Ribeye, oh, which you're going to find at, you know, these steak chains they're on Rockside Road and across the city for yeah. probably thirty-four dollars, right? Thirty-four to forty-two. Nineteen ninety-five. Wow. Ten ounce ribeye. Wow. Four ounce lobster tail. Thirty bucks. Oh, nice. You just have to see this place. This is. I just like want one of those burgers. Oh, uh, the burgers wonderful. Oh yeah. yeah and you know what's cool about it? all of the sandwiches are under ten dollars. You know, you wow. go to these burger places. That's an eighteen-dollar burger somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm going to say something else and back me up, Tony. In Cleveland, it might be an $18 burger someplace else. But you go to Chicago, you go to New York, you go to Boston, yeah. you go to New Orleans, you go to L.A., you're talking 20 bucks. Yeah, easily. We no have question. a lot to be thankful for here. You know, except the price of eggs. So everything, you know, oh, yeah. I feel sorry. For, I feel sorry <laughs> for these breakfast places. So it's so funny. Brett Holy Cross, who's the owner was just saying, you know what, I'm very happy today. He said, why are you happy? He said, I spent only $65 on eggs, and usually I'm spending 110 when wow. I go shopping. Well, at least they're that, coming though? down. At least yeah. they're coming down. Maybe that well, flew things over and so on and so forth, and it's it, catch-up time. You, you know what, and maybe they're coming down because they're probably taking a few of these things off the menu so people are not eating eggs. Like right. I said, though, we've done a lot of breakfast places, and unfortunately, you know, that's their livelihood. I mean, you know, it's eggs. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of breakfast only, you know, close it, open at 6 a.m. and close at 2 in the afternoon, and they count Correct. on everybody coming in for breakfast. You're right. Yeah, so let me turn you on to this place. You can go to Cerna's Facebook See all his different specials that he has. He has pig roast in the fall and in the summertime. On a Saturday afternoon, they have a few pigs cooking in the back of the parking lot. Corn, mashed potatoes, like $18 for a meal. And he has it all day. He now, has a you, crisp. Go ahead, Frank. Go ahead. Tell everybody that's listening to you that might want to Google and go to the website. That's Cerna's with a C, not an it's S. Actually, right? It's Cerna's with an S. Cerna's oh, wow. Okay. With an S. But S -I -S -I that S-I-R-N-A-S Cafe. Unfortunately, they do not have a website, but you can get them on Facebook or you can okay. call at 440-232-9825.
This is a small little corner bar. I recommend reservations. Once you come to this place, you're hooked. The I mean, right, so you really are. They have a, like Seth was saying, what we have going on here across the street in the summertime is a rib burn off. At that gazebo, every month in downtown Bedford, there's a strawberry festival. There is uh, the rib burn off. Uh, there is a, a low, there's a flea market. Um, it, it's really an active community. So, nice. Tony, really you, you nice. said that they, they have like pigs in the parking lot? Pigs in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. I've been with a couple, but I'm thinking that these are better. I'm, I'm guessing these are better than the ones that I was with. On a big yeah. spit. <laughs> You know, at two thirty in the morning, they all look it, good. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right, right, right. Yeah. Out of here. right. <laughs> <laughs> so they also have Friday fish specials every Friday, not just during Lent. This is like beyond bar food. I use, I always call it. So again, you got to stop at Cerna's. Uh, like I said, it's pork chop dinner. If you love pork chops, this is a huge cut pork chop, yeah. which, you know, it, it used to be like. Thirty dollars, um, and again, I, I mean these prices are crazy. I mean, like an Italian sausage supreme. He's got it with Italian sausage, provolone, cheese, portobello mushrooms on a Kaiser roll. Guys, wow. eight dollars and fifty cents. Oh my God! Sicilian sausage, deluxe Italian sausage. This cheese plate is like this is the go-to when you come here. You know, having a couple of cocktails and you start your appetizer right here so hey All right, so next before week, we let you go, go i want to let you know that uh, i talked to somebody who went to the tuscan vine where you were at yes. what, last week and they had the margarita pizza and they said it was amazing they said they love that place and said it was yeah. really beautiful inside too so uh, that's pretty yeah. cool so yeah people are going to these places that you're place. at i gotta check out Cernus because i've always wanted to go i've seen it i've I'll heard go about with it. you i'll drive go. dude i'll drive i'll pick okay. you up we can just go one night That'd be great. And guess what? I'm going to make sure that Brent Holy Cross, I'm going to tell you guys are coming. This is the beauty of my job. The plates will be taken care of. I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. I'm going to say this again. I've said it before. We put you on at 515. And I will be hungry, starved, and thinking about everything you said for the next two hours. One of these days, we're going to move your segment to two minutes till seven. So that as soon as you're done, I can go eat. <laughs> and when it's two minutes to seven, Mike, I'll be well, cooking you know in my I'll, I'll be cooking in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do is we'll be taking where we're live with you. That'll be better. There, yeah, you, go. there you go. So so again, you can also tune me in every Saturday morning on Flashpoint 1490 WERE, 10 o'clock, 1490. I am on between 10 o'clock and 11, two to three segments. I'm at a different local restaurant with Ed Flash Ferentz. So, guys, let me leave you with this. With all of these gambling sites, and I have all my friends, and I have a lot of friends who are very wealthy, a couple that are multimillionaires, they are getting so crazy on their phones with these prop bets. I mean, you can bet, like, 10 things oh, yeah. in a game now and spend, like, $10 and $20, and who's going to score next? It's gotten out of hand. It really yeah. is. There's going to be some broke people doing this. There, there really is. That, and I know we don't, we're not, you know, we, it's been a while since we dove into politics, but let me, let me ask this. We just gave those big companies a direct line into everybody's pocket for all kinds of reasons to bet. Yep. Why is right. it out of line for the, us to turn around to big corporate America and say, how about healthcare and childcare for everybody? 
that seems a fair trade to me. Mike, it'd be a great trade. Problem is, you know what? It's not even disposable income. It's people that don't have the money and people that do have the money. This advertising and gambling makes it look so nice and so easy. And yeah. that's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. so glorified. That's the problem. And that's wow. what we are. We're, we're, we're all we addictive. And we become we're addicted to things. Yeah. So anyways, with that being said, you can actually bet on any game across the world. I just saw a ping pong championship online. It was in China with you die soon and he's hung low. Tony Masashi. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Ed Cernas, you're very welcome, guys. Uh, I'm going to bet that you're at some place interesting next week, too. It's going to be somewhere interesting next week. We will talk to him. So thanks, Tone, for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, a lot of people commenting on everything. Uh, Mayor Bill wants to know what you're drinking, Mike. Uh, I am drinking a red blend called A Thousand Stories. It's a red blend aged in uh, bourbon barrels, and it's quite tasty. Looks good. Yeah. And I, it's I only have about the- 10 bucks a bottle, so. I have the aged Diet Coke. There you go. Uh, um, what aged, year? <laughs> uh, you know, a 2000. Well, I have no idea how old this bottle is, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm guessing it's fairly new, though. And it's uh, making me kind of sad watching you enjoy something like that. Uh, well, you're going to reach a point after a while. It's going to take years. But you are going to reach a point where you can drink a glass of wine. And it won't send you down the highway to hell. Well, I mean, I don't think I would. I mean, honestly, I, yeah, I'm not that kind of person. I really think that I could have like a beer while doing yeah. the show and but not like have I said, a problem Finish with it. healing, get up and running, and then but little by little by little. I'm just trying to. I, I don't really have the urge to do it as much as I used to. That's so nice now, too. You know, it's it, like why bother? I mean, if I'm not gonna if I'm not gonna drink to enjoy it by enjoy it, I mean, get a little bit buzzed by doing it. Then what's really the point? I never really enjoyed the taste of beer. I enjoyed maybe a me neither. I really enjoyed the taste of shots. It was just something I did because I wanted to feel a certain way. To get well, here's the thing. That's why 20, 25 years ago, I traded all that BS in a bar for a good bottle of wine because you can have a glass with dinner, put the cork back in the bottle, and be done. All right. So maybe I'll try that sometime. There you go. Um, I think red wine is actually not bad for uh, diabetics and stuff like that. So I don't think that that's actually something I no. I think that's red something wine is actually I can get away it. with. So uh, maybe I'll try that at some point. But all right, uh, we got the flat Earth guy coming up in just about uh, two minutes. All right, uh, we're gonna that do a rebuttal show. We're gonna learn more and more about how the Earth is flat. Um, I'm on board with him. You're not. Uh, we'll oh. take your comments, your calls, whatever it is. But get ready, Flat Earth Guy joins us in two and a half minutes. Hang on. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious, and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, 
and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter is here, so call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Right back here on the uh, Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusaka. Nice. Live, Facebook, YouTube, Odyssey. And uh, we are joined right now by everybody's favorite. I'll tell you. I posted a TikTok video. Um, we are on TikTok. Look up Seth Williams podcast. I believe it is. And we are on TikTok. So you can check it out there. We can check out all kind of different videos that we're putting up there. But the one that has gotten probably the most reaction so far has been the TikTok video with Michael, the plain truth guy. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on again. Um, it's it is a pleasure. I'm pretty excited, um, and there's so much more that we can talk about. Um, I realized two hours on Monday probably wasn't enough time and to do things justice, but there's so much more. Well, so and that's why we're having you back on. I know that uh, Chisaka wanted to do a rebuttal show and kind of try to disprove uh, the things that you have said. And so I, I guess Mike, do you want to start it? Chisaka, do yeah. you want to start it? And in, then, you know, in the spirit of a true, yeah, in the spirit of a true rebuttal, I'll lay a few things out, listen to you, and then we'll go from there because this has been a nice, truly back and forth. And hats off to everybody that was part of last week's show that kept suggesting stuff and giving us great questions. Let's hope the same things in store tonight. But here we go. Yeah, I'm going to label, for lack of a better word the flat earth theory movement as yet another conspiracy theory. And in order to qualify as a conspiracy theory, it's got to be a, an alternate theory to what is true. Uh, It's about an important issue or an event. 
Uh, there's a vague motivation for the conspiracy. And by vague, I mean, it's the umbrella. Oh, my God, the government lies to us. It involves a cover-up, which is part of what I just said. The people that are the conspirators are in a position of power. And finally, it's an irrational belief. And so what I did to make things simple, because I had a lot of people comment after the last show, oh my God, he's reading things. And unfortunately, that's kind of what should be happening anytime there's that kind of discussion and whatever. But here's a couple things you can do on your own to disprove anything you're going to put up on that screen behind. Hang on. Before you before you start, I'm just going to point out, though, because of what your opening statement was. Yeah. You are a believer in the, quote, conspiracy theory that JFK was not shot by Oswald. So I, let's yeah, get but point out that you are a conspiracy guy. No. But now trying to disprove this, quote, no, 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 I'm not at all. Seth, and I'm glad you brought that up to clarify. Conspiracy theory was invented to take the people CIA. that were after the truth, like me, back in the 60s, to lump us into some sort of unlikable category. Conspiracy theory is now an umbrella term for all kinds of different things. Kennedy was completely different and the word didn't even come around till all of a sudden the government had to go, oh, my God, what are we going to do with all these people? That's why what I did for tonight was make things really, really, really simple. Okay. Here are six things you can do by yourself to disprove everything you're going to hear tonight. Here's number one. Go outside and look at the stars. In the Northern Hemisphere, the Big Dipper is available or is visible at 41 degrees north or higher. In the Southern Hemisphere, oh my God, here we go. I'll address Mr. Scott. Why should we believe that? That is the beauty of the internet. If there is nothing we can believe, if the truth doesn't exist for everybody else, then you're arguing, I might as well be turn around and talk to the wall. But for those of us that know better, the Big Dipper is not even visible below 21 degrees in the Southern Hemisphere. That cannot and would not happen on a flat Earth. Number two, watch a lunar eclipse. The next time there is a lunar eclipse, take a look at the shadow because the shadow presupposes two other true things that disprove the flat earth theory. Number one, the sun is behind the earth, not hanging under a firmament, not suspended up maybe 30,000 miles above, whatever, 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 whatever. It's behind the globe, which is the reason why it casts a circular shadow, a rounded shadow on the moon. Three, climb a tree. If you climb a tree or if you climb a mountain, 
you can see farther than you can if you're standing on the ground. None of that is physically possible if the earth is flat. Distance, altitude wouldn't have a damn thing to do with your line of sight. And don't say, well, you know, it's another thing because... Just read your facts. He'll have time to... Go on. on. No, I'm adding on. Number four, get a weather balloon. And here's the beauty of the weather balloon. If your payload is less than four pounds, there are virtually no restrictions as to launching it. You can set off your own weather balloon. This is the beauty of this. These are things you can do yourself. Forget the government, forget NASA, forget politics, forget Republicans and Democrats, forget all of the reasons why supposedly everybody's lined up to keep us in the dark. This I'm asking people to go prove for themselves. Send a weather balloon up and record the fact that once the weather balloon gets to 35,000 feet, you can see the curvature of the earth and let it continue to rise. It is not going to bump into a quote unquote firmament. Number five, take an around the world flight. Qantas has them. They cost about $2,000. And yes, nobody flies directly over the South Pole, but that's because nobody lives at the South Pole. There isn't a commercial flight that goes there because there's no reason to go there. But, and I have pictures too, I'll show them later. There are plenty of flights that come damn close to duplicating the over the South Pole flight because Chile flies directly to Buenos Aires and it goes via the South Pole route. And finally, number six, compare shadows. We proved that the earth was a globe 2,000 years ago when Aristotle and uh, anesthesies looked at the fact that in... Aristosthenes. Well, Aristosthenes looked in a hole and realized that the sun was directly above the well. And if you looked into the well, you could see the light at the bottom of the well. Meanwhile, in Alexandria, which is a short distance away, the the sunlight was at a completely different angle. By measuring the angle and multiplying the difference in the sun and getting to 100%, not only did he prove the earth was round, not only did he prove the earth was a sphere, but he came within miles of getting the exact number right. And that was 2,000 years before Columbus, et cetera, et cetera. So my point is this. If you want another example, go to the shore. Watch a ship sail away from you. You're going to see the bottom of the ship disappear. That's because the curvature of the earth And it's because the flat earth theory doesn't hold water. If the earth was flat, you would see the ship get smaller as it sailed away, but you would see the entire ship and its perspective. Finally, um, six, you're up to like 12. 
right. There's that many more. So I will listen to a whole bunch of stuff, but here's the other thing. The amount of stuff that we are going to be told, first of all, forget Tesla, because he wrote that it was the curvature of the earth and thank God for the globe and all of that other stuff to validate what supposed what his research was. He got blocked by J.P. Morgan and Marconi and other people competing to make money off of this stuff, which is why the three of us ultimately, when we're done with this, should agree about things because we're not each other's enemy. It's the 1% I've been talking about since day one of this show, but that's a whole other thing. And the other thing is this, the Bible does not say that the earth is flat. And here's proof. If the Bible is to be taken literally, if we are going to believe everything because, oh my God, it's the word of God, then all of the things in the Bible that aren't, you can't just discard. For example, when Exodus talks about selling your kids into slavery, you can't ignore that, but then still say that everything in Genesis was right. Because it's a circular argument and it's a fallacy to say these two things. A, the Bible is the word of God. And we have to believe it because the Bible says so. That's the only proof. Firmament meant the heavens in ancient Greece. And so the heavens being separate from the earth has nothing to do with the earth being flat. Because here's the other literal interpretation of the Bible that I'm not going to hear any evidence for tonight, which is revelations that says the four angels at the four corners of the earth. And then this theory that the earth's round, but there's a 150 foot wall of ice, which I also have a picture of. And I'll close with this. Anybody ever drop an ice cube into a glass of water, it melts. If that ice wall was keeping the ocean from spilling over the edge of the earth, the only thing that proves for anybody that believes that is they have never been on a ship in the middle of the ocean. And I have set sail from New York and gone all the way to Barcelona across the Atlantic Ocean. A, you can see the curvature of the earth, and B, there's no ice wall. I will close with this. Yes, I have, as a matter of fact, and mushrooms. As a matter of fact, I was in Griffith Park Observatory when it took me an hour to figure out, standing behind a glass wall, if the people were out there or if I was in here. Are you on them now? No, not at all. But I will ask this. How many people does it take to man that entire ring of ice to keep people like you, me, and uh, Plain Truth Guy from getting in a plane and flying over it? My point is there have been people willing to risk their lives, do whatever it takes to get to the truth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And nobody has flown toward that wall of ice and gotten shot down. To sit here and say, well, it's a big government conspiracy. They won't let anybody near the South Pole. Bullshit. 
And that's our show. We ran out of time. No, no, because he's got a million more different things, and I have counterpoints for each one of them. I'm just giving people to start with a list of things they can do in their own backyard to prove to themselves what the ancient Greeks knew thousands of years ago. Before we go to to Michael, the plain truth guy, I I need to call my wife and have her pick me up a weather balloon on the way home so I can try that in my backyard. Um, Forty nine ninety five on Amazon. Are we it's ready to go to the plain truth guy and sure. figure out what is Thank right you. here? Because I'm kind of tired of listening to your yeah. so-called science, which again, <laughs> and you know, same with science. This is no, and that's and that's the whole thing. You know, it's uh, it's fun to speculate and it's fun to you know share opinions. Um, that's not what I came on you know to talk about. I wanted to share facts, and that's Thank what you. I do. So one of the things that uh, I, I think is really important is to understand that just because you say it's a conspiracy theory doesn't mean that it is. And there have been over 30 conspiracy theories that have been proven to actually be true. Um, and again, I'm not here today to go over the Dreyfus Affair or MK Ultra or, or all these other things, but I'm just trying to say, you know, in a nutshell, Um, The reason that we have conspiracy theories is because something is off. And a lot of times it's our government, usually the CIA. But if you understand what historically we've done um, and how we've covered things up, what I'm trying to say in this program is, look, I don't like being lied to. I don't care who's lying. I don't like it. Amen. What I do is when I find something that man says that contradicts what the Bible says, that's where I say, okay, I'm a Bible scholar. I'm going to look into it. And I do. And then I share the results. So I'll be the first person to tell you, don't believe anything that I say. Do your own research. That's what you have to do. You have to decide these things for yourself. So what I did is I put together a uh, a PowerPoint because I wanted to not so much rebut, but to actually talk about what it is that I believe, what it is that, you know, I'm sharing as a revelation to people and why I'm doing it. And so I'm trying to get to the slideshow and let's start it from the beginning. Here we go. All righty. So I want to make this big. Okay. It is big. So I don't know if you can see it on the screen behind me. Um, But I wanted to talk about truth, lies, and and convenience. There are traditions of man that we believe, and they can also be doctrines of demons. Now, I understand that not everybody believes what I believe, but I'm saying my source for truth is the Bible in its unaltered state, which means going back to the original Greek and Hebrew. And again, I appreciate where Mike's coming from, but you can't pick and choose the verses of scripture that you believe, well, yeah, this is, you know, accurate. This isn't, this is literal. This isn't, yes, there is a poetic license, but I'm not going to restrict God because I'm finite and he's infinite. So there is a question I'm going to have in in a couple of screens because I really want to get the audience involved, but I just want to share this. The Bible tells me in Hosea that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge about my law and where I reveal my will In 2 Timothy 2.15, the Bible instructs us to study and to do your best to present yourself 
to God approved a workman tested by trial who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. So here's the thing. All the enemy has, all our enemy has is his ability to lie, steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he can do. He's limited. But what do most people want? Most people want to be comfortable. They want to be safe. So we seem to prefer a comfortable lie to the uncomfortable truth. We punish those who point out reality and reward those who provide us with the comfort of illusion. Reality is fearsome, but experience tells us that more fearsome yet is evading us. So um, I want to put this out to the teachers, teachers, mentors, educators, parents, people who are influencing the next generation. And the question is this, would you willingly teach anything to our children that you knew was a lie? Totally made up fraudulent documents that substantiate this comfortable lie. And what should be done once the fraud has been discovered? Should we continue to teach that as fact? And I'll open it up here to, uh, to see some comments. Because this should be interactive. You know, we should be interacting with our audience saying, look, we're on the same page as, as Mike suggested. We want to know truth. But what do you do when you're confronted with a lie? And I, I'm pointing out the teachers because, like I said, I don't blame these people. What I really believe is that over time, more evidence comes forth and it oftentimes will contradict what was in the past. And so with that new information, we should be changing what we're teaching. Mayor Bill. All right. So so get to some of the evidence, though, because I, I think you need to contradict okay. what Mike was talking uh, about, because Mike laid out. I'm these, ready. He uh, said six got, points, but he actually had like 14. Yeah. And I'm not going to go, you know, point by point, you know, no. with, with all his points. It's but show you know, show what you got. Show the evidence. I, show I've got plenty. Know. I'm just trying to find where where it is because I just had it here. Um, I think it's here. Yeah, here it is. So I don't think I can blow this up for people. But one of the comments that he made was that the Bible doesn't talk about the flat Earth. Well, the Bible from cover to cover is a flat Earth book. Obviously, I've studied it for 40 years, Thank but you. I get this every once in a while and. Uh, the bottom line is this, the the King James Bible, 80% uh, of that was came from Tyndale. And Tyndale was uh, martyred for putting the uh, Bible in everyday man's language. So I have here 2 Samuel chapter 11, and I'm trying to highlight. I know you probably can't read it, but I'll read it to you. Verse 11, and it says, And Urias said unto David, The ark and Israel and Judah dwell in pavilions, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord lie in tents upon the flat earth. That's scripture, bud. Okay, and again, the, I understand where you're coming from. The tent was flat, not the planet was. Okay, so let me see if I misread this. The tent lies on flat earth. On you were supposed earth. to put your tent on a, a piece of ground that's flat. Okay, so I didn't interrupt you, my friend. Thank you. Okay. Well, Seth did, so I'm going to interrupt you. I apologize. What was this? Not kidding. 
Go ahead. All right. Um, so what I, like I said, I, I put together a PowerPoint. And in this PowerPoint, people tend to travel towards comfortable lies. They don't really don't want to deal with unpleasant truths. And the problem isn't the absence of evidence, but the suppression of it. And again, this is why, you know, I, I get upset because... I want to know the truth and I want to share the truth with other people because I really believe that the truth is what sets people free. So what lies, deceptions, counterfeits are we still believing or repeating? Santa, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy. This isn't funny. Stick says it's a grand illusion. Quit fooling yourself, okay? I want to share the truth in love with the hope that some will break free from Satan's lies. Now, Keith Green is an artist and he said it this way. Most people don't find out till it's until they're half dead that they need another life. However, for others, they won't find out until it's too late that someone had to pay the price. Now, I hope that you find out before it's too late that there's really nobody else. You know you're going to find out that he is the way, no matter which way you choose. But I pray that you find out by his love for you. So you want evidence? Let's do it. Okay. When we talked Monday, Mike talked about uh, evolution, and he had this belief that evolution is proven fact. Well, let's look at it. Was Adam created or was it evolution? Evidence for creation, Moses, Abraham, uh, Isaac, Jacob, okay? Evidence for evolution, Charles Darwin. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, Yahuwah Elohim, which is God, created the heavens and the earth. That's all we got, and that's what Mike said, and I agree 100%. That's all I need. What does evolution have? All evolution has the fossil record. Piltdown man, Java man, Nebraska man, Archaeoraptor, Lucy, with the most famous uh, skeleton of remains uh, ever, Neanderthal man, Orsi man, and the, the Fiji mermaid. Okay, that's what you have. Let's go forward. Okay, the theory of evolution is not science. It is pseudoscientific faith. It's called scientism. If you think you understand it, you don't really know anything about it. So Dr. David Menton says, an ape to human evolution is nothing more than a pseudoscientific fantasy. So let's look at Charles Darwin, okay? He wrote over 150 years ago the publication of On the Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection or the Preservation of Favored Races in the Struggle for Life. The evolution book is racism. In it, Darwin outlines the idea that many still find shocking that all, the, all life on Earth, including human life, evolved through natural selection. Thank you. So he, he discovered the Piltdown Man, Charles Darwin, who proclaimed, I'm sorry, I just moved that so to read it. But um, So everybody that's in prison based on DNA evidence should be let go because what you're talking okay. about. Again, I didn't DNA. interrupt you. Okay. I get that. And I understand that you want to make these comments. Here's the problem. Okay. This has nothing to do with flat earth. It, yes, it does. Okay. Because you brought up the idea that evolution is a proven fact. Okay. No, so I said, I said that evolution did not demystify, did not diminish the glory and power of God because what I said, if you're going to quote me, you're going to quote me the right way. I said that the Bible was written in a time where people were really, really, really simple. 
And so to say, and God created, period, nobody was going to be able to understand the theory of DNA and how a mother and a father's DNA produces the genetic footprint of their children. So okay. evolution, so, if you believe that, Mike, doesn't have anything to do with We don't have a whole lot of It still has nothing to do with like the flat earth being flat. Because I have it. Okay? I mean, what uh, Seth has asked is he asked for evidence. I'm bringing evidence, okay? Charles Darwin, okay, <laughs> wrote the book, okay? And he discovered the Piltdown Man, who proclaimed that he was proclaimed that he founded in 1912. And he was rather eccentric. There's plenty of reasons to be suspicious of any claim to missing link because there'd have to be millions of them. And that's especially true for the skull found in the quarry in the United Kingdom, far from the source of the great apes of Africa. The non-credentialed paleontologist and anthropologist, meaning Charles Darwin, had plenty of discoveries under his belt, ranging from valid to fallacious and outright frauds before Piltdown Mount ever rocked the world. Now, Here's the evidence. Darwin proclaimed the Piltdown Man fell somewhere between apes and humans. Almost 40 years later, in 1953, Piltdown Man was exposed as a forgery, mainly through the work of Dr. Kenneth Oakley. He showed that the skull was from a modern human and that the jawbone and teeth were from an orangutan. The teeth had been filed down to make them look human and the bones of the teeth had been uh, chemically treated and sometimes even painted to give them the appearance of being ancient. Not so much. It turned out in the end that the Piltdown Man was a modern great ape, bleached and artificially weathered to look like 500,000 year old jawbone. Research from 2010, which wasn't that long ago, suggests that Darwin acted alone in the fraud. And he's the father of evolution. Now we can go to Nebraska man. Nebraska man? No. Nebraska man was a pig. A tooth from a pig. That's what it was. It's not Nebraska man. But this is still being taught in the schools. I'm sorry. I've got to go to another screen here. Because I want to go on and share. I think what he's showing is, is Chisanka, that the government and these people continue to lie to you. And this they lie throughout the, the years. Man. This but it, it is. It's no, what teachers have been teaching. You. But here's the thing. And it, it's and what teachers have been teaching. There's no it's argument. A okay. The, the okay, let me ask you this. Let me okay, ask you this. Raptor, okay. If we all came to an agreement and said evolution is wrong, it's been this, that, and that, why can't we do the same thing about flat Earth? Because when a ship sails into the distance, Here's when a ship sails into the distance, you don't see it. But I can prove that you can't. You can't, dude. What you're saying isn't true. It's your opinion. What are you I have talking about? That shows that it, that it is. Have you, you ever been to a beach? Yes, I have. Have you ever seen the bottom of a ship that you're watching yes. sail away yes. and disappear if before the back? proper camera, if you use the proper thing. It's not a camera. It's your own eyes. You don't need oh a camera. Goodness. You can't say Dude. the government's faking there, everything. There's you need to face the camera, Michael. you from seeing as far as you can. You can see beyond the horizon, my friend. Not yeah, which is impossible on a flat. Which not is impossible. impossible on a flat Earth. Turn and again. I'm glad you so said. Here's the thing. I'm I really waiting. don't want to get into an argument. It's he not an argument. Six points. It's not an argument. But when you bring up a point, this is what's key. How come on the horizon, the sky touches the ground? 
I don't care where you're standing. I don't care where you're looking. You look at the horizon, whether it's through binoculars, a telescope, or your own eyes. So here's the thing, Mike. You're going to talk over me, okay? I gave you your time. You gave me six different things to to counter. I had no time to do research on them, okay? But I said, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. So we're going to have to go into another program because I can actually show you video filmed uh, coverage of the horizon and of the uh, uh, of, of the ocean where you cannot see a ship. And then when you zoom in, you can see the ship again. Yeah, but when and the ship sails away, have, our eyes can only up. see so far. All right. I'm going to stop for one second just on behalf of all three of us. There was just a comment that said it's a good thing you and I aren't sitting next to each other because otherwise it might be a fist fight. That's what the show is all about. You can argue for days, and as long as you have intellectual integrity, it doesn't result in violence. That's the problem with today, and that's the problem all three of us are trying to eradicate. We're nowhere near disliking each other, hating each other, or fighting with each other. Anybody who is walking down that path, turn around and get off it. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, he's trying to give you evidence of stuff that's going on. and we He hasn't talked a thing about the earth, though. He's talking about Darwin. I didn't bring up evolution. Mike. I said. This is is supposed to be a rebuttal. I said that a hurricane traveled clockwise in the north and counterclockwise in the south. And that could not happen if we weren't on a sphere. Well, again, deal with that. I can, but we don't have, you know, hundreds of hours to to do this. Take so five minutes. The rebuttal is real simple. Okay, I pick and choose which parts of the things that you said on Monday that I'm going to respond to. I'm doing that. You I, don't like I mentioned that I'm doing this on that Monday. What I'm doing is I'm showing that the Bible is correct. Respectfully, Mike, and, and I said on Monday that the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere, that hurricanes and cyclones travel in separate directions. That okay. does not happen on a flat so Mike, Earth. I wasn't able to rerun the program from Monday so I could see all the different points. I didn't take any notes. Okay. So what I remember is what I remember. Okay, and I'm not going to do what you want me to do just because you say, "Hey, this is what I want to talk no, about." No, no, I, I came on Monday to, to talk know. about the firmament. I, I think the audience needs to know that I didn't just pull this stuff out of my ass. Well, this was the national debate topic. Okay. This was the national debate topic in 1972, and I debated it in high school. So I've done as much research as you have. And I fought with becoming a Jesuit priest until I was 25 years old. So Uh I've read the Bible more than once. My point, though, is God isn't limited to the kind of stuff that the Flat Earth Society forces him to be limited to. Because the entire universe that's beyond the firmament was also created by God. Well, again... You know, we're going to have to agree to this because that's not what the scripture teaches us. It's not what it says. Well, it's here's the other thing. Here's the last thing, and then it's all you. In the firmament. God didn't write a page of this stuff. Okay. And see, here's where we're going to. It's the inspired to... word of God. God said okay. one thing in quotes. 
This is and my I beloved son, whom I am well pleased. And, and, and the, the reason, reason I completely disagree with right, the commandments is because we have evidence that shows that this is an inspired word, that it wasn't written by just one person. It was written by a lot of people who were inspired by the Holy Spirit, as you said. But God says that this word is true and that it's living. It's different than any other book. And the reason that we know this is because of the fulfillment of prophecies. So again, I, you know, I, I'm not here to debate um, the hundreds of things that we could debate. I wanted to share that the firmament is real. Okay. I am prepared to do that. And if the firmament is real, then what we have is we have that the, we are not heliocentric. I got to step in real quick. Go ahead, please. real quick. I want you after we take a break. We're gonna take a two minute break because uh, yeah. Scott has to pee. Um, so we're gonna let Scott pee and get everybody back on board here. But I need you to come up with just some firmament, whatever it is. Give some hardcore evidence that you think proves that the Earth is flat. Uh, for, let's forget about all the other fraud that our teachers are teaching us. Let's get to the Earth is flat. We only got less than an hour to get through this, and that's the evidence I want to see. And I. Because okay. I want to shut Mike up, to be honest with you. I want to shut Sean well, up with all this stuff that he's talking about. And I want you to just give us some firmament evidence. But whatever you got, let's lay it out about the earth being flat. And we'll do that in, in two minutes. Is that cool with you? Um, I'm going to work I'm on it. Right, I gotta, I gotta, I've been trying to find my my video thing here. So all right. I'll, we'll I'll be right back in two on. minutes. Hang on. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You got to go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney, no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. 216-233-4240. All right, back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusoka, uh, with the Flat Earth Guy. I want to say real quick a shout-out to Mario and Mario's Barbershop. I was there uh, just on Tuesday, yesterday, and uh, got trimmed up. It was nice being there, seeing him, talking to him, hanging out. So uh, Mario's Barbershop in Parma, thank you very much. Uh, but we are getting right back to it. And I, I you know, I, I, 
Look, Mike, something's getting mad. So I just want to see. I'm not mad. I'm not well, mad. it seems like it seems like you're getting very aggravated. To be honest, no, not at all. You know, you know I what love I'm listening this stuff. He's coming up with facts and arguments that I truly believe is true, and, and you know. You but he hasn't talked about the to go get a damn weather balloon and stand outside my backyard. How is that yep. going to prove anything? I'm not going to go outside with a weather balloon tonight. And really? See it in the if you spent 50, if anybody on this planet spent 50 bucks and launched their own weather balloon, yeah, guess yeah, what? That's what we're all they doing. Would see the I've, been in plenty of airplanes. I've been in plenty of airplanes. I've never seen a curve around the earth. Where not high enough. Yeah. I've seen plenty of you know. So, you know. I want to hear some evidence because I, you know, I'm on board. There are many. Plain truth, well, please have it. You know, half half of the population of the United States believes that the Earth is flat. No, so I, no, there has to be some evidence. And again, what I'm doing is I'm trying to bring some evidence up. Um, and I didn't have it uh, because I wasn't, you know, prepared to talk about this specifically. But uh, let's do this. And hopefully this is the uh, this is the whole thing. Anyway, um, the moment that I was able to see for the first time, I did ask myself, I'm wow, trying why to. Did I wait so long? Man, if that's a porn, we got a problem. No kidding. Well, <laughs> some of us have a problem. I'll watch. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'm open-minded. <laughs> so I am trying to um, get the URL off of this uh, video, and I'm not knowing where to find that but anyway um i'm getting part of the url not the whole thing all right in the gap i'll just add this yeah go ahead the, uh, uh, translation of the word rakia translates in ancient greek to expanse not firmament Oh, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what you're looking at. All right, listen, I'm as familiar as Genesis is the next guy. God's decision that there be a rakia to divide the waters from the waters. Yeah, Unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not gonna... we now know that there is so much water in the atmosphere, clouds, rain, et cetera, et cetera, that it could cover the earth, the surface of the globe, the entire globe, with one inch of water. So all of that is suspended in the sky. Okay. So. And besides, God himself called the Requia heaven. So Look, I'm not, it's I'm not, not a get, dome, it's just heaven. I'm not going to get into, it, you know, It doesn't thing. take away from God. It doesn't take away from the Bible. It doesn't take away from a supreme being. It just proves that there's all kinds of demons running around this planet because all Jesus did for three and a half years, every single town he went to, people said, oh, please cast out this demon. Oh, please cast this demon out of my child. And he did. He cast out demons for three and a half years. Where did they go? They didn't go anywhere. They're now in school shooters and for the record, there there is no, flat people. porn out there, flat earth porn out there. If you want to search it, you can search it. Oh, I yeah. suggest doing it on a very secure computer with lots of virus protection, but there is um, a category out there for you. Did you just wash your hands? Okay, so um, I've got a four-minute video, and again, like I said, I really wasn't prepared for this, uh, but I think it should uh, 
shed some light um, on the flat earth. I'll watch and I'll wait four minutes. The question is, we're going to be able to see it and hear it. That's my question. I'm going to, I'm, I'm working on that. So I should be able to put this on. Okay. So. It's really tough to see and tough to hear. Yeah. Okay. So what is happening is this. This guy went and uh, as you can, well, you can't see, but what he's looking is from Michigan to the, he's looking from the shores of Michigan across Lake Michigan to the, um, to the skyline of Chicago. And what he did is from that vantage point, it's over 50 miles. You can't physically see, you know, you, you have the horizon, but you can't uh, normally physically see the shoreline. And on this day, you were able to do that. So what he did then is he chartered a boat and he went across showing that um, the skyline never altered its position so that there was no refraction um, and that you know, you're able to, um, yeah. to see that where there's no curvature. So again, you know, I wasn't, you know, the fact that you can't see till the ice wall is proof that there's curvature. That's okay, all I'm so saying. You're, you're changing this. Okay. We're, you no. said, show me something about, you know, not seeing, uh, or showing that the earth is flat. I'm doing that. And now you want to talk about the ice wall. No, like I said, no, there's no. so many You're different. Show me anything that the Earth is flat. Yes, he is. He's showing you without a doubt. So that what you don't horizon. understand, Mike, is that if the Earth is, as Aristosthenes said, that the Earth is twenty-five thousand miles in circumference, then the Pythagorean theorem says that there is a curvature. That curvature can mathematically be produced by right. eight inches for every mile squared. Then okay. why does it take 15 hours to fly from Sydney, Australia to Buenos Aires? Because of the distance. It, it, that's... Because of the curvature. Because okay. when you turn around and fly back, here's the thing. You can oh fly you can fly in one direction, west. Let's say yeah. you left Cleveland and flew west. All right. If you kept flying west all the way around the world, you yeah. could end up back in Cleveland. That's impossible on a flat earth. That's not true. No, it's not. All right, then you okay. know what? So here's the thing. Right? The show I, I cannot disprove what I just said. Let me just say this, Mike. I disprove what I just said. If you fly in one direction, I'm trying to, but you you're going to come back to the same direction. You're going to come back to where you are. Go ahead. Okay. I'll shut up. Uh, we'll, we'll see. So, real simple, <laughs> Mike. It's not my job to educate you. It's not my job. You okay. don't need to. Unfortunately, you don't understand the flat Earth model. Okay, you have a heliocentric model of the universe that you understand. Everything revolves around the sun. The geocentric model shows that everything revolves around the Earth. They're two totally different models. You're trying to force your globe mentality onto a flat Earth. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Earth you know what? 
the earth has I'm going to shut up when you do it. shut up one time this half hour. Just relax. Let me answer the question. I asked a simple question. You're not And I'm trying to answer it by telling you. not trying to You're trying to bring up other stuff and pretend they're I'm not bringing up other stuff. Here's my question. Here's my question. If you stand on one place on this earth and you travel in one direction, you yes. will end up in the same place you left. That is not possible on a flat earth. It is. Deal with just that. It is. Okay. And here's why. Because in order to do that, Mike, because it's such a large distance, you need a compass. Would you no, agree with that? A compass. You need Just a compass, me, okay? When you in order to navigate, enough. you need a compass. Okay? Now, the problem Why would is, you need a compass if the Earth was flat? Are you going to let him finish or not? I mean, if we're not going to let him finish, we might as well just kill the segment. No, if we're not going to let him respond to what you're saying, put the wine down, let him finish his damn sentence. That's all he's done. I finished it. It's gone. There you go. Okay, Mike. So here's the thing. All right. Go ahead. There are two different models. On the globe model, and this is going to you know blow your mind, a compass doesn't work. It can't work on a globe because the North Pole is at the top of the Earth. Okay? If that is true and you are at the equator, a compass wouldn't work. It would be pointing into the Earth and the south end would be pointing into the stars. But we know compasses do work. And the reason it works is because the Earth is a ring magnet. You have to look at the, um, <laughs> at the UN map. The North Pole is in the center, okay? And everything points north. So if you're flying around the Earth, you are going to be able to do that because north is always going to be either to your left-hand side or to your right-hand side. So you're constantly going to be turning in a circle just as the sun and moon are going around the Earth. It is flat like a pizza. Okay? No, yes, not. you have toppings on it with, you know, different things like that. But, again, I talked to you about this on Monday, which, you know, I don't know if you heard it or not. But if you're on top of Mount Everest, which is the highest point on Earth, and we are on a globe, then everything has to be down in a way. It has to be. So the horizon cannot be at eye level. It has to be where the sky meets the ground, has to be below you. It has to be below your feet. And that's why we call it perspective. The problem is people don't understand perspective. So I'm going to bring up, if I have time, I'm going to bring up a person who's on top of Mount Everest, which we would agree is the uh, highest point on Earth. And they do a 360 panoramic view from the top of Mount Everest. So I will pull this up really quick as fast as I can. Okay. I mean, I'm so, assuming that three, we agree on 60. Mount Everest being the highest point on Earth, or are we going to not say that that's true either? You. No, that, he's absolutely right. From Mount Everest. So what they do is they're going to take a video on top of Mount Everest and they're going to. Um, physically rotate so you can see all 360 degrees it better include the ice wall based on what you just it's, said goodness gracious you can't see beyond 16 miles okay you could, if, if the earth was miles, you're not going to be able to see it with the human eye anyway i don't know how good this is going to be uh i'll try and blow it up Come on.
Mike's going to talk about seeing 16 miles away. He's got glasses on the size of Coke bottles. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Venus with a telescope. You could see the ice wall if the Earth was flat with a telescope. You can't. Oh, goodness. Yeah, he's right. So, anyway, um, this may or may not, uh, you know, convince you. Um, I'm going to see if I can find a, a, a better video of an actual person on there with their camera. Uh, GoPro. Anyway, uh, the other thing is, you know, when you're looking at uh, the ice wall and how far you can see, we're not allowed to go down there. Oh, for God's sakes. We're not. Aren't there treaties and such things that we we are not allowed to go to the that down there in Antarctica? Yeah, but again, but if we the have Earth other ways flat, of doing the ice it. wall goes all the way around the world, not just Antarctica. Correct. Thank you. But Mike isn't mad. That's the best yeah. text all night. Okay, not mad at all. This is hilarious. <laughs> your face is redder than your brick wall. Yeah, this is <laughs> that. You know what? Yeah, I'm like I said, Jim I wasn't. Uh... I'm glad you, Jim brought that up. That last comment from the audience yeah. is that Michael, this, that, and the other thing. Of the billions of people that have been to the space station and seen that the Earth is round and a globe, no, they nobody's haven't countered it. Yes, they have. I told you Monday that the first Polish cosmonaut says that the Earth is flat. I also told you that Auguste Picard, who was the first man in the stratosphere, said that the Earth is flat. How many people have been up in space? Well, quite a few, but here's okay, the thing. we got two losers. Okay. Well, again, you're, that's cognitive dissonance, which you, know, you should expect. No, it's not. Cognitive. When someone has a, a view alternating, you know, al- alternative view from... All right. We got a half hour. I'm going to shut up for 15 minutes, but then you better be prepared for what's next. I'm just trying to find a decent video. (laughs) And it's like I said, I wasn't, unfortunately, I wasn't prepared for, for this. Well, I mean, I, we're not going to be able to see the videos anyway. I mean, when it comes yeah. to the Well, what the videos will show is that they do a panoramic view from the top of Mount Everest, and they, they pan all the way 360 degrees, and the horizon never gets below eye level, which is not possible if you're on a globe. It has to be below you. It can't be at eye level. And it doesn't matter where you are on a plane. You can go higher than Mount Everest, 35, 40, 50,000 feet in the air, and you'll see that the horizon is still at eye level. That's not possible on a globe. And Michael, Chisoka, you're going to answer that or not? It is possible. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what I said about the fact that if the Earth was flat, we should all be able to see the ice wall from up there because you can look up in the sky and see the moon, which is farther away than the ice wall. So if you're at the highest point on the earth and the earth was flat, you could see the ice wall. So don't tell me it's horizon unless you're going to admit 
that there's a spherical thing involved and the earth is round and a sphere and not flat. It, it, it's Period. not. And I appreciate, you know, where you're coming from. Um, Jim wants to know what's behind the ice wall. Well, that we that I am not sure of. We're told that the firmament is water. And so we have some evidence of that. But I wanted to uh, show if I can here perspective because that seems to be um a, a sticking point you think with him um, yeah a little bit well, I, yeah my wife picked up that weather balloon so i'll be uh, outside after yeah. seven o'clock wants to look so in the pictures will do him, we'll have yeah. him back yeah, I've, so I've here's uh, here's one that uh, I'll, I'll read unfortunately i i can't show it to you but it says geodesic measurements were done between the bases and tops of two buildings in Brazil. So a geodesic measurement, that is what surveyors use to, um, to get precise measurements. So the buildings were one in Torres and the other in Natal. Those were 1,895 miles apart. If the earth were a giant spinning space ball, the distance from the bases of the buildings should be shorter than that of the tops of the buildings, even if it's over just a few miles because of the curvature of the earth. Unfortunately for a helicentrist, the measurements between the base and tops were identical. And that's over 1,800 miles apart. Um, and that's what happens when the government does a study because, like you said, they lie to us. Uh huh. So, yes, uh, there are uh, whistleblowers that will tell the truth. Um, and we are very fortunate that there are people like that who will um, give us a you know a voice of reason. Sorry, Mayor Barrel. But all he's going to do is bump into the ice wall. Yeah. So I mean, we, we still haven't dealt with the Big Dipper. None of yeah, that well, stuff. Well, again, you know, the you're setting the agenda, and I did. You know, when, when I did this for Monday. I gave you my information so you could do I get something. that. But you've been doing this for 40 years, absolutely dude. Nothing. You've been doing so, this for 40 years, and so have I. Yeah. Well, so I, you either have the answer or you don't. Well, I have you the still answer. won't it's deal with the fact that everything in the southern atmosphere rotates counterclockwise. You're still clinging I, to a theory that says can gravity can be explained by things just fall. Yeah. Okay, so. I was trying to explain about perspective, and any artist will know. I don't know if you can see this clearly, but this is a page on perspective, and I'll be more than happy to come on and, and have it in a PowerPoint where the people in the audience can see it better. But it talks about the vanishing ships and, uh, you know, how things that from the air look and how this vanishing point can be seen beyond using modern technology. So perspective on a flat surface is going to look just like it does with the horizon being at eye level. Perspective on a curved surface, the horizon has to be below your feet. Now, that's not something that is up for debate. It's That's the way it is. That's perspective. And so you have a vanishing point and Everything goes to 
what you would say is eye level. So again, I don't know if you can see this, but every artist understands this. And so here is a boat that is beyond the horizon. You can't see the boat. And then they zoom in here and you can actually see the boat. You can see the hull of the boat. But Michael, know, on the water. Michael, you don't have a horizon unless the earth is curved. You're sitting oh here telling me the earth is flat. The if the earth, earth is flat, flat yeah. you can see as far as you can see. And when you look Correct. up, you can see the moon. So if you can see that distance, yeah. you can see the same distance on the flat earth. That's the point I'm making. The earth yeah. has a horizon. Okay, so, the earth is round. Okay, so so again, you know, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. So you know, let, let's assume that I'm a moron. No, right. stop that. So when I'm when I'm driving, you know, in the winter through the snow belt, there are times where I can't see the car in front of me. Fortunately, they know to put their flashers on and I don't drive 70 miles an hour. I drive 20 miles an hour because my visibility is limited. Now, when that's happening, I can't see the moon either. The thing that you're talking about is something that is in the sky, which is above you, where you don't have the interference from the uh, from the surface of the Earth and the atmospheric conditions when you're looking flat. But what I will gladly do is I'll share uh, a picture of the sun uh, being, uh, as you would say, 93 million miles away. So that would be the sun over here. 93 million miles away, and here is a ray of light that is, and you can't see the gentleman here, but there's a gentleman standing here, and he is, that light is at knee level to him, and I apologize, you can't see him here, okay, so this beam of light would not be able to traverse this distance flat if the earth wasn't flat. Here would be curvature. This is a straight line, a beam of light coming from the sun, and that can't happen on a globe. Yes, it does. 93 million miles away, and the Earth is 25,000 miles in circumference. You're looking at at least 4,000 miles. We're talking at, about at light that took a year and a half to get here. All it, does, all it does is pierce the atmosphere and come straight down. The, it, That's not down, my friend. This is you level. can have straight lines uh-huh. affect a round object. So, what are you trying to tell me? You're trying to tell I'm me I'm agreeing that with Scott. Light doesn't bend when it was sent from the sun and come to the earth. It has nothing to do with the shape of the earth. That wow. doesn't disprove the fact that the earth is round. Anchor. Well, the Earth is round. It's just not a globe. All right. Thank you. Here, here's my point. This is the one thing that nobody else has talked about. How can you possibly have half the Earth in light, half the Earth in darkness, all the different time zones, and the stars following the movement of the sun? As the Earth rotates around the Sun, if it's flat, it's real and if it's simple. Under a firmament, like I said, Mike, and if it's only three thousand miles wide and three and thirty thousand feet above the Earth, 
Okay. So like I said, Mike, it, it's not my job to educate you. You should know what the flat earth model looks like. I know what the heliocentric model looks like. I know what the um, geocentric model looks like. Okay. So. No, what know, separates us, earth what separates model. us, Mike, is I also know what the Bible says. And uh, I'm not disagreeing I, I disagree with, with you on God. that. Because I just showed you where the Bible says that the earth is flat. No, it doesn't say that at all. I just showed it to everybody on the screen. No, you did. Yes, he did. I saw it. it everybody else saw it. He saw. He showed it. No, he did not. So here's... you did not reconcile Revelation that said four corners. Yes, because definition you're not of... looking at. <laughs> you're not looking at the model. So okay. Now so where's let me let me the bring the model in the up, book, dude. The modeling in the book. What are you saying? The model that you refer to is not in the book. Or what, what book are you talking about? Because, because in the 17 times it's mentioned in Genesis, it's used to describe heaven. Heaven yeah, the, is the, not between some quote unquote firmament and the surface of the earth. Okay. It's so, used to explain outer space to a group of people <laughs> that were too primitive to understand. I, I disagree with you. Okay, and, and again, that's where we go back that. into evolution. You are welcome you know, to do that. It has nothing to do with. Uh, so what you're saying is that God wrote something that he uh, didn't write it. Was advanced for for man, he but he write? wrote it anyway. It, it what just did he write? Let's see. God said two things. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, and He sent a tablet down to Moses. And here's the thing that baffles me. He thought Sodom and Gomorrah was so evil, he wiped them off the face of the earth. But he gets yeah, he up did. every day and he looks at Noah too. Singapore he killed and everybody and says, oh, it's not that bad. There's a lot of stuff to reconcile. And that's what we're charged with. We are not charged with being blind. We are charged with action upon the inspired word. Okay, so let's see if I can. Um, can you guys see this? Oh no, yeah, it's not going to be light enough. Um, let's see if I can do this here. See if I can increase the brightness here. We gotta love technology because I have the brightness really low. Just tell us what you're trying to explain here. With the, well, the I just saw I'm showing you a picture. Mike doesn't seem to understand what. There we go. The, I can see. We can see it better. Okay, he doesn't seem to understand what the flat Earth model looks like. So what you have is you have a flat Earth with yeah, a. North right. He's showing you. Just put down and your you papers have the and listen. The moon spinning Stop. around inside of it, and here you have the firmament. I'm not and in school. Just, I have the exact same model. Okay, then, then you I can see you, how you can have light on one too, side dude. of the earth and yes. not light on the other side of the earth. Absolutely. You can see that. It's And you're saying that, you know, it, it's not possible. Well, here, here's a picture of it. It absolutely no, is. Not not and again, it's, it's not, conception it's not of taken what from. It's absolutely but I want to possible. Show you the four corners because you mentioned the four corners. Okay. And this is the best rendition that we have of that model. 
of and what it might look like with the foundations of the earth. And, and do you remember when you said that everything from NASA couldn't believe because it was a painting and NASA. not a photograph? That ain't a photograph, dude. That right. ain't this, this, a photograph. Fun. Don't call him dude. This, Be a little this, bit respectful towards our guests. Oh, my, please. Okay. I don't need a it's referee. conceptualized by Rob Skiba what it might look like, which is different than NASA saying, here is a photograph that wasn't a photograph. Yeah, but you only showed one. You know how many million photographs have been taken of the Earth from the space station? Yeah, and none of them show around the Earth every night. So, um, let's look at that, okay? Let's look at... uh, Okay, here we go. Let's look at that. So, we have NASA... Official. I like that, Sandy. That was pretty funny. Photos. He just of Earth. But that doesn't prove the Earth's flat. I even have. Oh, it that we have like Here's a picture of the ice wall. Let me see your sticky yeah. note. Okay, so here are official NASA photos of the Earth. Okay, four of them. No, I've got plenty of them. There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them. There's right. 60 billion of them. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. And I'm trying to, here we go. So here is from various years, the official photos from NASA. And what you're going to notice is that the size of the continents are different in the different photos. So from one year to another, you shouldn't have that kind of disparity. Okay. So NASA had to admit, number one. No, stop right there. What? I know what's coming next. Stop right there. You know why they're different sizes? Because they were taken at different seasons. Not only does the Earth rotate. So the continents contract? No, no. The Earth tilts. The Earth tilts on its axis, which gives us the four seasons. So North America won't look the same size when it's in an upright position as opposed to when it's leaning on its axis. And the fact that it has an axis and rotates is proof that it's a sphere, that it travels around the sun, and there is no firmament the way you describe it. That's why the continents seem to be different sizes. And the mere fact that the continents appear to be different sizes prove Every single thing I have talked about tonight. That was yeah. going to be my closing. Jake, is, Jake is right. I, I don't know what he was coming out with. I mean, you should, again, let well, the guy you know, finish what he's going to say. All right. right. So, it's not, so let me just explain why. He's the guest. That's Mark why he's doesn't here. know what he's talking about, and it's real simple. NASA admits that none of those photographs ever happened. That no, it is don't. all CGI, and the gentleman that NASA pays to do that is named no, is um, uh, Richard Simmons. And Enough what Richard enough. Simmons does is he gets composites, sort of okay. like this, and then he has to put that data together, and he makes it into a ball, and he photoshops okay. all of the clouds and, and all that information. And you're taking it for verbatim that this is an actual no. photograph when NASA actually admits yeah. that it's not. At the risk of pissing everybody off, yeah, you can only have it one way. 
Correct. Either NASA and the government have one big conspiracy where they're lying to us or they've admitted that they're faking shit. It can't well, be both. And sure it's not both. They can admit. And that all the millions stuff. of people, all the thousands of people from every continent on this planet, including yeah. a Native American, that's yeah. looked down and seen the Earth rotate every 93 minutes when the space station goes around it. Nobody has ever said, oh, my God, look at the ice wall. Oh, my God, look at the firmament. <laughs> Okie dokie. And none of that. Take all of that stuff away. And you have not diminished the glory or power or magnificence of God. It is rather people making themselves to be more important than that. And that's what's dangerous. And that's what I have no patience for. All right. Well, we got to take another quick break. And, you know, I don't know why we had a guest on today because Mike could have just taken up the entire show. Um, but we'll try to let him talk a little bit uh, when we come back in about two minutes. So Flat Earth Guy, Plain Truth Guy, get something together, and we'll be back in two. Hey, it's Seth for Smoking Rock and Roll Food Trucks. You got to check them out, man. The food is just unbelievable. Mac and cheese is fantastic. The brisket, everything else is just to die for. You got to check out Smoking Rock and Roll, 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village. You can give them a call, 216-539-2239 to book a food truck. Uh, you know, Find out where they're going to be at. They're going to be all over the place, Come, especially when the spring and summer hits. It's unbelievable food. They win awards all over the place. Run by my good friend uh, Billy Morris uh, and his friend Todd. They're good people, and they make great, great food. You got to check it out. Smoking Rock and Roll. SmokingRockandRoll.com. Aaron Tees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One-stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs. 4883 Turney Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Hey, it's up for Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village. And now if you need a podcast done, you got a band, you got to record some stuff, Audio Bay Studios is the place to go. Train technicians, uh, good management there. I'm telling you, Audio Bay Studios has helped me out tremendously with my podcast. You want to go there, Audio Bay Studios, 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village. It's right next to, or in the same building, I should say, as Smokin' Rock and Roll. Some of the best barbecue food trucks in town. The best barbecue food trucks in town. Tell me, you got to check out Audio Bay Studios. I know the guy, Chris Aiken. I know the guy, Billy Morris. They're good people. They take care of you. Audio Bay Studios, if you got a podcast that you want to start recording, Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village is the place to be. 605 Clegg Parkway. Give them a call. 216-713-0066. That's 216-713-0066. And right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jasunka talking to Flat Earth Guy. Uh, a lot of people weighing in on this conversation today. Uh, let's see. Our question from Plain Truth Guy. What reason is there to fake a global Earth for 60 years? Well, again, it goes back to the idea that um, they want to show that God isn't real. You know, this whole 
charade. Um, you know, we're talking about fifty-six million dollars a day NASA gets. And, yeah, um, totally yeah, agree. That's, that's pretty crazy. Okay, but um, I was going to share this here with uh, with the audience. So this is NASA's um, blue marble guy. He's the guy who is the digit the data visit. Uh, visualizer and designer for NASA, and he's the one who makes the Earth look like that. That's his job, and NASA admits it. Um, NASA also admits that we've never gone beyond the Van Allen radiation belts. So I will prepare, if there's a next time, I will prepare that information, um, you know, for a discussion. But just understand that I don't have to jump through every hoop that Mike says, well, what about this or what about that? I just have to show one thing. If the firmament is real, then this is not a heliocentric model. If the earth is not spinning, this is not a heliocentric model. And he wants to talk about the Bible. Well, let's look at the Bible. Job chapter 10, God is asked by Joshua to stop the day so that he could continue fighting and the day is stopped for 24 hours. Now, God says that he stopped the sun and he stopped the moon. Now, that's what God said in his word. If the earth is spinning and the sun is stopped, you would still have day and night. The only way that you would have the day elongated for 24 hours is if the earth isn't moving. And in 23 different places in scripture, it says that the earth is stationary. It is firm. It is not moving forever. So either God doesn't know what he's talking about in his creation, or man's got it wrong. No. And and, and that's, where I, that's where I am. You, uh, Mike is just giving up at this point. Just, just yeah, exactly. Every time I talk, every time I talk and say I'm doing something. Well, because you keep head. interrupting the man. I mean, at least wait and until he's that's done. That's why I wasn't said. saying anything. Not because I agree with him, because I don't want everybody to jump and say, oh my God, he's really angry. He's reading things and he's like, has the nerve to tell the truth. Has this the nerve stuff. to tell the truth. You got yeah. a guy called Plain Truth Guy on, and you're telling me he's not telling the truth. What makes your evidence so much better than his? I haven't because heard he doesn't have any evidence. I he doesn't have any evidence. I listen to two shows that this guy has done, and I believe more of what he said than what you've said. I'm all used right. to the government now lying to us, so I don't think this is a far stretch at all. And to be honest with you, really, nothing you still can't do. Can't to go to my damn backyard with a weather balloon makes Dude. no sense at all. He still hasn't dealt with the fact that I don't care how thick your wall of ice is. The ocean is warm. It supports life. If uh, the, the ocean, ocean, the ocean is up actually against cold. the ice wall, it does support life, but it's actually very cold. Tens of thousands so of years. It would have melted um, into I the ocean. I put up on the screen here um, how the uh, blue marble is photoshopped. And so you can see with the different colors here of the cloud oh formations, God. how that was put on the blue marble so that NASA could say it was a photograph when it wasn't, it was actually CGI. And this is how the guy did it. And he yeah, admits, right. this is how he does it. Um, yeah. You know, again, you know, I'm not here to, uh, you know, debate 
How about uh, all the pictures that were taken at night? Okay. And How about uh, all the again, pictures that show the curvature, the rotation, and the spherical con contemplation of the Earth taken at night, where you okay. can't go, so, oh, look, somebody colored the planet. So here are the Apollo missions of Earthrise. Um, and what you'll notice Apollo 11 and Apollo 14 use the exact same blue marble. Even though they were multiple years apart, you've got the exact same cloud formations in the exact same position on both of those. And, well, the clouds just happen to be the exact same it. spot. You know, you know, that's what happens, right? I mean, the clouds oh. just happen to be the exact same spot. I mean, this well, is lunacy. Right. And, and what he's saying is true. These are NASA's photos. These are the right photos. These are NASA's official photos from that. And all I'm trying to say, gentlemen, is this. Okay. Wow. When you look at a creationist, when a person who says that the Bible is, is accurate and true, because it's never been disproven, is one thing. The other thing that we have is we have these other belief systems, whether it's theories or whatever, like evolution. And what we find is time and time and time again, these people lie. They created fraud. They wanted you to believe a system that they could not verify. And so they made up the information. And after time, we've caught them. We've caught yeah, them red-handed. Okay. That's all well and good. And it sounds terrific. And the whole let's agree to disagree horse crap that well, permeates. I'm not agreeing to disagree. No, I'm not saying you Lucy are. See, here's is... my point. Excuse me. Go to London at 6 p.m. and call Australia. Ask Australia if they can see the sun. He's already explained that. I, I, why don't I you showed you the them? model. I did. I showed you, did. you the he model. He showed you the model. And rehashing it, it doesn't make it any different. No. You Excuse can't get me. Your head that the you model. Still think the sun's 93 million miles away. It's the model not. can't be true if it's dark. On the other side of he the world. already showed you how that works. What, what, were you no, not watching? Or were you, you sitting there reading whatever okay. you're reading on your computer? Excuse me. He showed it to you. All right. Excuse me. If it's that plain as day, Seth, how does it happen? He showed how you how it, it no, works. No, no, no. I'm asking you if because you understand it. Again, it's a flat disc that rotates, and the light was on one side, and it goes to the other side. Am I correct? Right. What's on the so other what, side what of the flat you have disc? A stationary... What's on the other Maybe. side of the flat disc? Okay. Again, the Bible says it's water. I'm not trying to give you oh, answers from my own Where mind. does the Bible I'm say to tell the you, other side of the, the disc it's all water? If no, the Bible doesn't. doesn't tell me that, and I haven't been there, uh, I can't no. give you anything but speculation, which is all anyone else has ever that's done. That's not true at all. And that's a cop-out. You either studied the Bible for 40 years or you didn't. Because I have. I have. Okay. So... what? Is on is that the other side of the disc. I'm sorry. The Bible doesn't say a damn thing about what's on the other side of the disc. Well, actually, it does. No, it doesn't. Okay. Go ahead. Cite it. All right, fine. Okay. So let me bring up the not the model. I'll just bring up a get the model. Let's talk about the Bible because the Bible was written thousands of years yeah. before. Any so what I'm model. trying to do as we're talking about the Bible is I'm trying to bring up um what the Hebrews believed that... Nice try, Chris. It's true. Okay. So I'm going to look up... Uh, uh, let's see. Somehow I'm in the wrong place. 
All right, here we go. Yeah, but that's the point. Don't that you know what? Here's the thing. Here's what brings us all together for everybody that thinks I'm here to divide everybody. This whole thing is about, oh my God, Satan doesn't want everybody to know the truth. Do you know that this is why we're never going to get close to discovering the truth? When everybody rolls over and says, oh my God, I can't believe anything because the government has lied to us about this, that, and on and on and on and on and on. And on. Okay, so if we can. We got um, one by one to throw away the crap. Here's my question. This What's is, on the this other is side what of the, the Bible says, and again, the Hebrews are interpreting this. So again, this isn't a actual photograph of the firmament. But what the Bible says is that we have God in the heavens above. Yeah. The heavens. They believe that there are seven heavens. Okay. Yeah. And that, that's where his throne is. Below that throne is the firmament. And in the firmament is the waters above. Yeah. Then you have the sky, the windows of heaven. You have the moon, the stars, the sun. Inside yeah. the firmament, you have the earth as a flat disk. Yeah. Below the earth, you have seas. You have the foundations of heaven. You have hell, which is Sheol. Okay. And the great deep. So you have waters above and you have waters beneath. And there from the Bible, I was able to share. And I don't appreciate you telling me that I don't know my business when I can show it to you. You didn't show me anything. That's what bothers me. We've been so on this planet for tens of thousands of years. And nobody's looked. What the Bible says the earth looks like. Really? Now, if you take your version of the earth. It's not my version. You, it's okay, any version. If you take your version of a globe and we have only drilled eight miles down into the surface of the earth, eight miles, there would be over 9,000 miles of earth to go through. So what's inside there? Where is hell? Where is Sheol? Where is you the know bottomless what? pit? And how can you have a bottomless pit? I didn't say we had a bottomless pit. This, the eight, Bible says that this a may bottomless be hell. Pit. And that's where the fallen angels are right now. Oh my God! Via this, okay. So again, you know, you, you you claim that you know the Bible. I'm I'm just throwing Bible out there at you and saying, look, yeah, I haven't been there. Yeah, but, but you never dealt with the fact. The Bible says it's below the surface of the earth. Yeah. Okay, and there's a lake of fire. Well, he doesn't want to believe that because you you you've only you're only a minister for God's sake, but he doesn't well, want to believe you, and that's fine. Um, I, yeah. I I try to show. That I'm not just, you know, blowing smoke. I, you know, no. This is the Hebrew version of, of what they believe the earth is. And they should know more about the Bible than most of us since they are the ones Except that God wrote it for. Dodging the fact of whether or not <laughs> the Bible anything. is inspired or literal. Because well, that's what I'm literal, telling you. All kinds like, of other stuff you, you got to do. That with. the Bible is inspired, it's not literal. I don't. Why? That's the beauty about belief. Because Why? I'm not going to limit God that way. Well, if God's going to write something down and take the time to minute. put it on paper. You can't I even prove that one sentence. What did he write? Okay, again, this is where we're getting into belief. Okay, no, it's not about you belief. believe that God didn't write the Bible. I and you do? Did. And the reason I know that he wrote the Bible through people because can because of the fulfillment of once you say through people dude then everything about everything else in interpretation is wide open because people can't do a damn thing right 
That's not we true. Have no and we have the we have the archaeological evidence. We have the manuscript evidence. We have, and that can't be uh, un unless it is has been preserved, which is what God said. And yeah. understand that the original Bible wasn't written down; it was passed down orally. And you're like, well, yeah. well how can that be done? Yeah. Because amongst they people that didn't even know how to cook their food. Yeah. Well, again, that's your opinion. I don't see evidence of that. I believe that Adam and Eve uh, had dominion in the garden and that they uh -huh. could make things as they wanted to. Yeah. And... So they raised their sons to kill each other. Okay. So yeah, and here, let me ask you this. Entered in if there was only to... one woman, how soon was it before we got the incest? Okay. So again, you're talking about modern ideas. Okay. And I'm talking about a pure world prior to sin how can there be a pure world when there's only two human beings on it okay because that's what god said four. he did well and again what about noah okay so noah god redid it he, he reset everything and instead of with two people he did it with eight people okay here's here's the thing and i don't know if we have any time left yeah, but i'm, I'm just going to go here because I'm, I'm i'm sick and tired of this this is just ridiculous okay so you want evidence here's the evidence you know Read it and weep. Okay. Yeah, I put six things it. out. You haven't dealt with any of them. You talked about. Yeah, well, because I, I don't want to. Man. Okay. Like I said, I don't work for you. I know that. Okay. But and you did not give me any time to prep for that. I gave you days. I gave you my information and I gave you days. So this is not, this Great. isn't right. Okay. The so stuff here we that go. you have behind you, you've had for 20, 30, 40 years. Well, anyways, I'm what? not going to let you insult our guest anymore. I'm not okay. insulting him. No, he is insulting him. I mean, the guy's upset, and, and he's upset because, you're one, you didn't let him finish half the stuff we wanted to say throughout the entire show. I mean, Here's I hope that we can have you back okay. on again. What I, what I wanted to get at, Seth, is this, and if I can just uh, have the time, I, I appreciate it. This is called mtDNA. okay? I'm not going to go into the whole thing. I will give this to you, Seth. I'll give this to you, Mike, okay? Bottom line, mitochondrial DNA, okay, exists. This is from the scientists, okay? It is found in both males and females, but only females appear to pass this mtDNA to their offspring, okay? Now, both evolutionists and creationists believe that Eve is the name of the first woman. Okay, that's what the Bible says, but that's also what these people say. Where am I at? Eve. Both creationists and evolutionists refer to her with the same name. Furthermore, both evolutionists and creationists would agree that the modern mtDNA differences are the result of copying errors, therefore mutations. Unlike the 3 billion blah, 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 blah. Let's go on. Okay, because it gets interesting when you come down here. Dr. Jensen performed an experiment which revealed when humanity began. He states, by utilizing and measuring the mtDNA mutation rate and multiplying it by the two numbers of both theories, the first one being the number of years that the evolutionists think it is when humanity began, and the second number being the number of years of humanity's age since biblical flood. So we're looking at either 180,000 years or 4,500 years. 
okay? It is possible to gaze upon the mtDNA differences that should have accumulated according to the time frame that is specific to each of these theories. Then, by comparing it with the actual number of mtDNA differences present in the current population of mtDNAs, we can, comp we can contemplate the theory whose time frame is more accurate and holds veracity. The mutation rate of mtDNA is one uh, for every letter, six generations on average, according to the journal publication by Dr. Jensen. He states, after 180,000 years, humans would have accumulated over 2,000 DNA differences, ranging from 1,220 to 4,700. Via the process of mutation to mtDNA, in just 4,364 years, humans would have accumulated between 30 and 114 mutations. What he did then is he actually did the calculations. Currently, about 78 differences exist on average, okay, the most genetically diverse ethnic group with a maximum of 120. Clearly, the time scale accurately predicts the number of DNA differences that we observe today, while evolutionary time scale predicts numbers that are in a magnitude uh, much higher. Thus, looking at the number of differences of the evolutionary time scale, we can conspicuously visualize that the evolutionary theory is hereby completely destroyed by this notable Harvard scientist. God exists. The beauty of nature that we, that we love so much is the product of making and his intelligent design. mDNA is the first evidence against evolution. Okay. Revelations. God told John so much of what I have tried to explain to you is way beyond anything you will ever understand. Not so everybody that walks around this planet saying, I got it figured out and the Bible told me so is not following the word of God who said, I'm explaining stuff that you will never understand. And nobody has come up through the course of any of this and said that it's beyond what a few pictures, supposed government interference, and the fact that there's this, that, and the other thing happening in a time where we need everybody to say, put all that stuff behind us and let's work together to find the truth. But I'm telling you something. You can't put up what you've put up and offer as proof and ignore all the stuff that I have put up that you refuse to answer. I didn't refuse to answer. And there's a winner and a loser. You did not give me ample time to present anything. Like I said, I gave you before like, Monday, I gave you everything that I was going to talk about. You did not give me that same courtesy. Okay? Now, wait a minute. How at, can at, you say that? How can you study what you claim to have studied and not ask yourself why shadows are different lengths? But I told you that why on Monday. Why a ship disappears. Michael, hold on. One thing at a time. I told you yeah. that on Monday. So on Monday, when we had this discussion about Aristosthenes, okay, yeah. Aristosthenes, his uh, shadow stick experiment, okay, he was never able to duplicate that. He could not do the scientific method. He himself said it was a failure. You cannot duplicate that anyplace else. Yeah, okay? he can't. the numbers are the same. 
His no, it's not. In order for the scientific method to work, it has to be observable, repeatable, and measurable. Okay. You know he how many things you have that. said tonight that aren't observable that and measurable? Over 2,000 years ago. Do your homework. I have. Okay. Do you know how many things you've said tonight that aren't measurable, replicatable, and everything else that you have said, well, I believe it because the Bible tells me so? Exactly. But that is that is I a circular argument, Mike. and it is Mike, one of the I didn't lie to anybody. I didn't okay. say you did. Yes, but you a circular did. circular argument is a fallacy whether you want it to be or not. What I said is this, okay? My source for truth is the Bible unaltered. Okay, where and when has that happened? When has unaltered is, and the Bible what? ever appeared in the same sentence? Okay. May I answer? Now, here's the one thing I'm going to pay I had to. Here's where we deserve May the I answer credit, that. And that includes Seth. May I answer? We that? have hang on a second. We have gone 2 days over stuff that we're not going to like have everybody wake up and go, oh my God, I've been wrong. But look what we can do without fighting. Look what we can do without fighting, without disrespecting anybody, without without doing stupid stuff. If this ain't a lesson to everybody who makes fun, calls each other names, and resorts to all kinds of stupid stuff, Argumentation is beautiful because that's how you get and move the ball forward. I salute you. I appreciate Seth being referee in the middle of stuff. And I'm really happy that we got an audience that is written, contributed, and is still watching. That's how we are going to change things on this show. Yeah, and, I, and I nobody to, else is trying to do it. I hate to call it a a truce to this and an end to this, but it is yeah. getting it's late. We're past yeah. the, the time of the show. But I appreciate yourself. Plain truth guy, I appreciate you coming on. Flat Earth guy. You know, I love you. And yep. I, I hope that we can do something again soon. We will. We will get you on again because uh, I know people enjoyed listening to you and we're going to get this. We're going to get to the bottom of this eventually, uh, but not tonight. But I do appreciate you coming on. Um, no a good friend and a good person. So thank you again. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And, and I thank the audience for, uh, you know, putting up with me. Uh, I'd love to, uh, you know, share more, but it's we more will. than just the we will. We will. We will. Yes, so please. thank you very much. And we will talk thank soon, you. my friend. Okay. And God bless. But God you bless too, you too. Um, on Monday's show, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about, uh, I guess, AI, artificial intelligence. We're going to have a bot that we're going to be interviewing, I guess, and uh, should be interesting. I think we are going to be the first podcast in history to have a virtual guest. We'll have a virtual guest on Monday, uh, thanks to the uh, the good people. And we will pass on and ask any questions that you guys are brave enough to send us. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we will, uh, God willing, uh, talk to you on Monday. <laughs> it was uh, it was an entertaining night. It was, it was definitely uh, different. Amen. Uh, please share the broadcast. That's all that I ask. Share it, share it, and then share it again. Um, because that's how we're going to stick around. So share the show as many times as you can. We appreciate it. And again, hopefully we will talk to you on Monday.